Hey listeners, it's Reese here. Apologies if when you hit the play button, you were expecting to hear the amazing and iconic theme music to Not Another Drag Race podcast. I did want to take a very quick opportunity to tell all of our amazing Aussie listeners a very important message. The Australian federal election has officially been called and it will be held on Saturday, the 21st of May, 2022. This is an incredibly important election for Australia. And I don't need to tell you who to vote for. I don't need to tell you shit. All I need you to do, if you are eligible to vote in Australia, is to make sure you are enrolled or to check your voter registration details. If since the last election, you have changed your residential address or the status of your citizenship has changed or anything in between. You need to make sure that your details are correct. You need to make sure that the changes are made and you need to make sure that it is done by, get this, 8 p.m. on Monday, the 18th of April, 2022. Yes, they only give us one week to check our details and make any changes once the date of the election is officially called. Don't ask me why, I think it's bullshit. But my God, we are diligent and we are organized. That is the LGBTQ community, hunty and allies. We love our allies. So make sure you go to aec.gov.au and check your details as soon as possible. And be sure to make any changes that need to be made about your details by 8 p.m. on Monday, the 18th of April. Time to get our bloody vote on queers and queer allies. And now, let's bitch about this fucking episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. Oh, I can't wait for it to be over, I'm not going to lie. Once upon a time, there was a boy who wanted to start a podcast. What makes you think those are my pronouns? You 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 would be the type of person that's pronouns that it's oh excuse me some people some people like that I don't know do you know what no. my guilty pleasure is what watching compilations of TikTok videos and then having like old conservative people react to them because <laughs> then I'm kind of going like am I on the side of like the young people or the older people and I go I'm in the middle yep I'm I'm exactly the same way honestly these days I'm like God this is why they call us snowflakes this is yeah. why. I see all these TikToks, all these complaining, all these reactions to a slap at the Oscars that just make me be like, oh my God, <laughs> this world is going to pits. 10-year yeah. ban. Did you see that? Maybe if I slap you right now, I'll get a 10-year ban from the podcast. 10-minute <laughs> <laughs> ban. You have to come back and finish the episode, cunt. <laughs> hey, speaking of, this is an episode of Not Another Drag Race podcast. You clicked on it. You know what it is. This is the podcast where a bunch of Aussie homosexuals and queer perfections talk about a little TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race. It's season 14. It's coming to a close. My God, it's coming to a close. Two weeks to go. Oh, it's like Christmas. Really, I cannot bloody wait. Actually, these days I can wait for Christmas. It's not a great time of year if you're a busy adult. No. No. But I digress. Money. We expensive. are. Mm, it's like a drag race finale. <laughs> you spend a lot of money. You, don't, you come You come with all these things in these. And then you go, why am I coming home empty handed? It's, it's our version a of a ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This has already become the longest intro in podcast history. <laughs> so let me just say, I am your host, Reese. Back, 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 back again. We're wrapping up season 14 on this very podcast. Australia's number one RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And... Joining me this week, he's back again. He's a deep friend of the pod. He's a good Judy to the pod. You, I'll give you good Judy status. Deep friend is for other people. You can be good Judy. How about that? Which is better. I'd say good Judy's better. Okay, cool. You know him from previous episodes of this podcast. You may recognize his voice from the airways of Joy 94.1 back in the day when that was something he did. And, and he's a drag race super fan. He's the perfect person to dish about what I might consider... One of the biggest wastes of time of the season, and there was a lot of them. Let's get into it with Dylan Joel. Oh, thank oh the crowd. 
is losing their minds. And then slowly quietening down. Slowly. Respectfully. Can How you, are you? Good. Can you remember the last episode that we did? Um, were you on Canada? Yes. Um, Canada. Oh, it was the prom. The makeover challenge. Yeah, yeah. the queer prom. That was cute. I I'm, had my issues with Canada season two, but that was a great episode. It turned around. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to this season's makeover episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell happened to that? Huh? I don't like them. You don't like the makeover yeah, episodes? No. Really? No. Would you, which would you prefer um, got the axe completely from Drag Race Canon? Snatch Game or Makeover? Uh, makeover. Really? You'd much prefer Snatch Game at this point? Mm, yeah. Mm, interesting. I've it's heard a lot of people are really sick of Snatch Game. They like it. <laughs> like the <laughs> they contestants. It's become oh, totally they like, like a rite it, of yeah. passage. Like your quinceanera or your sweet 16 or your bat mitzvah. <laughs> Do you, know, do you remember in season 12 when they did, instead of no. the rigging challenge? <laughs> <laughs> no Which, one remembers who won season that 12. One? <laughs> that was the Jada GG Crystal season. Is that Jada? Is Impacted that the, by COVID. Is that the one? Oh, yeah, GG, GG, where they cheated. Yes, they did. <laughs> that, yeah, that was that one. Um, was that remember? the pork chop learning doc? No, that was season 13. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of these days. Yes, and they had a challenge. They had Instead of the reading challenge, they did this weird um, oh, ladies yeah. at lunch yeah, who, like, read each other shadily. And they had the box. Yeah. Um, it was like, was it about kitty litter or something? I can't remember. Um, no, they did that where they had to pretend to be cats. I remember that. Oh, that was um, a different one. No, yes. they had, like, a it's like a gift bag hamper thing that they had. Yes, Yes, it's all coming back to me now. So I hope they don't on. bring that back, but given they've had two seasons without it, I think that producer that was like, oh, I've got a great idea. Um, That's why I defended Jan when she sucked in the reading challenge in All-Star 6. I was like, well, she didn't have a reading challenge on her season. <laughs> so she, yeah. That was her first one, guys. Leave her that alone. Just hate her. <laughs> now, Down Under Season 2 may be coming very soon. Yep. We're just putting it out there. Rumour has it. Ladies, gents, everyone else in between and on the outside. But also, heavily rumoured, is the all-star season featuring all winners of Drag Race. Yeah. Well, maybe they were all just getting together for a little meal. Like, they got a lot of <laughs> winners got together for a meal. Really dressed like, up. We'll just have a little cheeky snap. And then it's like, oh, we're just having a little meal. And this there's is, nothing there. This is the most, like, T-spill episode of the season so far of the podcast where we're just bitching about all the things that the internet tells maybe us. Maybe Vivian was like, oh, I'm going to be in town. I'll get yeah, to my I'll friends around Jinx. Let's I haven't seen Jinx yeah. in a while. Her and Monet did a great job with that uh, Bridgerton yeah. video. If you guys haven't seen it, they did etiquette lessons. I've only seen the little snippet. It is very well done. Oh, we all know what's happening. We all know what's coming. Based on the cast, Dylan, who are you most looking forward to seeing compete on this television series again? Mm, like Jinx. I love Jinx. And then it's kind of like the... The young people who have never seen her all be like, mm. oh, I started watching in season 13. <laughs> it's like, well, saw Jinx. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Her high Jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, that. I'm just looking forward to all of them. Uh, have you heard that it's potentially based on points? Yes, that is the other Which strong rumour. No elimination. Yeah, so you don't have to be like, um, I really think you're going to win, so I'm going to vote you out. <laughs> Which was interesting, but then... <laughs> I know. It is going to be one of those situations where um, I'm sure Pangina is going to hit, react when that news comes out. Like, oh. Who's going to do Sweden? Maybe they'll get Benny and Bjorn. <laughs> Without extra special guest judges, the only people in ABBA who still show their face in public. True. <laughs> well, being a man over a certain age, it's easier. Yeah, true. Did it have a name, the episode? Or was it called Cutaway? What was the song called? Cutaway, Cutaway, Runway. Catwalk? Catwalk. What the fuck? Do they actually don't say catwalk in it? Isn't it say runway? Meet a lot? me at the catwalk. Isn't it the world is your runway? Yeah. It's a bit of a bland song. <laughs> it is Connor Curran's favorite RuPaul song. How dare you? And I How presume he has a lot of taste in food. I look at his stuff and I go, <laughs> I'd make that. I can't be bothered, but it looks <laughs> nice. And in music, well, he wasn't on he wasn't on music show. He wasn't on The Voice. He was on MasterChef. <laughs> hey, he's allowed to have taste in music. We all are. Yeah. And uh, Pat, well, let me ask you this then. What is your favourite RuPaul song? I have an answer. Yes. And then I have um, another answer. I do like the beginning. Yes. I started with season four. Very anthemic, yeah. And Redacted Chaser is a bit of a <laughs> tune. I don't listen to it. Do you know what's really bad? I was away with someone that I live with. <laughs> and Your cat? 
You, you know, <laughs> oh, well, he did come for the weekend. Someone else <laughs> in the car and another couple. And I, and I said how much I like that song. Mm. And we played it. While oh, my. Blasting between <gasps> Dalesford and Trentham. Oh. Um, and it was actually a bit of a tune. Um, and someone else agrees with me. One of your your co-hosts previously. Oh, really? About how we like it. Yeah, it's a bit of a tune. You know what? You're allowed to like the tunes that you like. It's problematic, but it's a bit like... Hey, I love watching that episode of Sex in the City where Samantha says, I'm paying to live in a neighbourhood that's trendy by day and by night. We are re-watching season three. Well, all of it. You've been doing that for a while though, haven't you? Yeah, we've been having a break. Um uh, you were up to Cockadoodle Doo, which is yes. episode eighteen of season three. There it is. There it is. Yeah, let me. I'll come down there and cut it off for you. Oh, girl, she's in the meat. The fact that they're in the meat packing district, I'm just. I like, know. <sighs> Poetry. That's why Sex in the City is so good. Everyone. Thank God we have such great trans representation <laughs> at the moment, and there's no issues with trans people and governments and just. No, and the media, leave yeah. them alone. Not a whisper of trans people in the media this week. Not just a single lifting whisper. up trans people, and that's what I like because we're living in the year 2022. Trans rights are human rights. If you don't agree, stop listening to my fucking podcast. <clears throat> anyway. Or if you just like a good time, just <laughs> <laughs> surely you've got something better to do. <laughs> come back next. Oh, no, don't come back next week. Come back for the finale. <laughs> <laughs> no, next week's going to be Fun. I love a reunion as long as the reunion is fun, like season nines. I want that energy Who, again. Was that Sasha Valour? Yeah. Yep. And um, Shay going after Valentina. Yeah. And, and you have a lot of opinions one. about me tonight, one. Shay. Who's the little one? Uh, Pheromone. Oh, Pheromone. <laughs> um, I have been texting you. You ignore my texts. Oh, was the Vixen on that one? No, that was season 10. Okay. With Eureka. And y'all can have a good night. But Eureka was on season nine and season ten. Yeah, yeah, I did watch them. Just a lot. <laughs> I know they all mundle. Can you imagine mundle? being on like Mastermind or Hard Quiz? I think they've all done RuPaul's Drag Race. But can you imagine doing all of Drag Race as like something you had to know about? Surely you do a specific season. Yeah, you'd have to choose a season mm. for sure. I could do that. <laughs> Dylan, I need to ask you. Season fourteen is finally coming to a close, as we mentioned. Favourite moments from this season, if you can remember them. It's okay if you can't. They it's been a while. Rem- they flashed back to the Tic Tac um, random yeah. thing that happened with Angeria in there. And I went, yeah, that happened. <laughs> they made the reference to, what's the name? What's the guy's name? Oh, um, Santino's. Yeah, Santino's hat. Shake the rice and steal the mice. Well, steal the rat. Steal the rat. Probably because I can remember it. Willow's look tonight. <laughs> on the main stage. Um, snatch game, nothing to write home about. Daytona yeah, was yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, just Diabetti just hating everyone, but also getting confused by saying Diabetti or Deja Sky's name and be like, oh, did I mix them up again? Um, <laughs> Willow just being Willow. I think just Willow. Willow was the star of the season. See, I think they should rename the seasons after the winner. So when we're talking back... Willow Don't season. call it like season four. Call it season. Well, can we say that name? Don't go. Don't call it season six. They <laughs> call it season Bianca. Are we saying? Are we saying two and four's name? We can. I mean, they don't. Uh, apparently, Tyra doesn't do drag anymore. But sh- I mean, Tyra still won. King James. My king James. He him slash king. Um, and then the other one, season four, Sharon responsibilities. Sharon. Yep. Yep. Sharon uh, Predator. Yeah. Great drag name. Great alternative drag name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you What's your favourite moment? Season 14. I Just think... Season 14. That's <laughs> my favourite moment. <laughs> no, season 14, my favourite moment might have been... I really did enjoy the Daytona Wind episode, except for those fucking farts. That was the point, though. I know, but come the fuck on. They were doing so well in the challenge, and I liked... I think I said it on that episode. Apologies if I'm repeating myself, but this was weeks ago. Shut up. I'm just, I'm getting mad at a hypothetical here. People watch listening are going to be like, oh, you already said this. I love the idea that it was an acting challenge that was a soap opera because soap operas are absurd. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. So doing Being an done, acting though. challenge on Drag Race, that's a soap opera. Being done though. Make it as absurd as you possibly can. And it was. Like the storyline was stupid. Their lines were stupid. They got to act stupid. <laughs> 
It was enough. I didn't need the fucking farts. <laughs> I didn't need it. Didn't need them, but there was that icing on the cake. What uh, else was good? What else was good? What else happened? Well, I love the 60s girl group challenge as well. That was good. I really did enjoy that. And um, despite the fact that some of them just <laughs> were so poor at the idea, at the concept of singing and holding a tune that they just <laughs> had to speak. Georges. <laughs> that got a bit annoying. <gasps> oh, God, I lived. Um, no, yeah. It, no, it just in some... general, just Georges got a bit annoying. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. I, we had some good lip syncs this season, and I got to say, my head and my heart really stands out for me. Yes, even though even though Georges. Ava Max was uh, absolute f- lifeless force on that on that judging yeah. panel. Um, they but- should have no one under twenty five. Like to be honest, <laughs> I don't know if you just don't. Or a requirement: person. you have to watch at least a full season of Drag Race in oh, order to be, be interesting. Judged. <laughs> yeah. like, do they not screen them? I no, they do not. I remember that little like. I can't remember what season. The one from 13, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, Miles Heiser. Very pretty boy. But Boring. Oh, my God. Bring back Leah Remini. Bring back my girls and Leah Remini. Leah Remini <laughs> is one of those girls. Very much so. She. I remember how much, because she and Michelle are such good friends. Yeah. They had such great banter. And Leah Remini in general is such a force. I love her. Yeah. Even more now than, you know, since she left Scientology, it became so much easier to love her. (laughs) Very true. And congratulations, Leah, on all your work against Scientology Mm. because I know you're listening. Drinking game. She told told J-Lo, have you heard this podcast where some Aussies talk about that show I did one time? Yeah. And that you were edited into this season. Marry me. Seven seven months later. Still haven't seen it. Did I talk to you about that conspiracy? Um, I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, to be honest with you, because I thought this is a little too much. Did you? That she she's engaged now. I saw that on Facebook. So what, Ben Affleck? Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's guys, like it's two thousand and three again. <laughs> guys, what's a conspiracy? It's not really much of a conspiracy. I know this for a fact. There are only two two viable options here. So in the episode, the night of a thousand J Lo's runway, which was another key moment of the season, I enjoyed. I really yeah. liked that runway because I, I love J Lo. I saw that at. Molly's. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Where was my invite? Well, never mind. It's okay. Um, hey, it's not like I live down the street or anything. But that episode, the Queen's got a video message from JLo on the mm-hmm. TV. And she was like, hey, Queens, I hear you're doing a night of a thousand JLo's. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. JLo's in that video for, that she gave the Queens looked same outfit, same hair, same makeup, same everything as some promos that she was shooting for the movie Marry Me with Maluma. There was a very popular video online with BuzzFeed where they read Thirst tweets. She was in that outfit. It's a Fendi dress, hair pulled back, chest looking exactly the same. It is exactly the same as that video that was on Drag Race. Are you telling me they shot promotional videos for for Marry Me in like July, August last year when season 14 was filmed? I would imagine. Or recently? It would have been... Recent. Done ages ago. You think they would have filmed it would have probably, Marry Me videos? It probably wouldn't have come out. It probably was meant to come out and then that thing that's happening in the world that I don't want to mention. I hope related. that's the case because I really don't want the situation to be J-Lo was asked by Viacom to do that. Uh, Paramount, thank you. Oh, is that who owns VH1? I thought VH1 was... It was Viacom, Viacom. CBS, CBS, Viacom. Whatever. And now it's Paramount. What the fuck ever. Um asked her while she's doing promo that day in front of a white screen, can you film this thing for Drag Race? Because they did a night of a thousand J-Lo's. Probably. That means the queens reacted to nothing. Remember she came on, they squealed. No, like, reckon, oh my God, it's J-Lo. I reckon it was recorded then because would would they, they would have done months in advance. I mean, RuPaul well, that's went what from I want. Judging, judging an episode to be like, I actually, while you're here, I've got a camera. Um, can you just take my album cover photo? <laughs> he, do, he does that a lot though. That's the thing. He does that for the promos. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. But that's my thing. If it was that J-Lo was doing promo for Marry Me recently and she filmed that and then they just edited it in, that annoys the shit out of me because the queens had to act like they were seeing a message from J-Lo. Either way, they didn't meet J-Lo. I know, but like going to that extent is so stupid. I got a Patreon from Ketamine for my three-year anniversary with someone. A cameo? What did I say? Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, she gave I you a Patreon. Wow. I got a Patreon from, <laughs> I got a cameo from Ketamine yes. for my third anniversary. Didn't meet the girl. 
No, you did not meet the girl. I'm not saying, no, I either understand way. you. Either I'm way, just saying, it was a piece of cardboard and like react to that as I'm saying, J-Lo, I love you. But if they asked you to simply do like an Anne Hathaway or a Scarlett Johansson from season 13, what they did, get on a webcam and just say, hey, Queens. At some point. And then re-record it. They, they, I hope that she did something like that. And then they did a f- flashy professional version when she was up in a Fendi dress filming promos for Marry Me. Because if the Queens reacted to nothing and were told, J-Lo's going to be on the TV and you have to act like... She's going to film it later. She'll film it later. Later being like seven months later. I just... Yeah. At this point, we know. Like, I don't even know if the Queens were talking to Anne Hathaway. I don't think they were. Annie. She prefers Annie. Well, only her friends call her Annie. Well, um, but <laughs> how, how do you know I'm not a friend of her? But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I... They were like having those conversations through, through the TV when they were asking her questions, but I don't think she was answering them. You never know. It's this fucking show and what they do to our brains that piss us off so much. All these conspiracies, they really don't, uh, they don't help the situation by being so shady. Let's just say that. No. Gold bar, anyone? True. Yeah, anyway. One of us can <laughs> pop uh, and the other one is uh, Reese. Music videos are back. That was our top five challenge, everyone. Top five music video. Not a not a number. No. Not a number on the runway. Not a read you, wrote you. That's because none of them has been a, as good as read you, wrote you. No. <laughs> Since that Maybe iconic Kitty moment. Girl. Oh, yeah. I liked Kitty Girl a lot. Iconic. You remember all the verses. Yeah. Can't remember a verse since. No. Who, I'm trying to think actually what, what has been done since that I can remember. Oh, well, of course, again, right around the same time, category is. So like, yeah. look at the edges I snatched today. Yeah. Like that one a lot. But yeah, they just haven't been good for a while, which is understandable. It loses mm. its edge. But here's the thing, Dylan. They had to write their own verses. Yep. They had to star in the video and do mm. choreography and be the fierce, the fierce, fierce, fierce. And design an outfit. Yeah, and their sketches versus what they got. It was very <laughs> like, this is what I ordered and this is what came. Very much Clearly outfits. whatever they could do quickly. Were the outfits done by Wish.com? <laughs> Wish Maybe. app. Or Sheen. What's that? It's, it's like very cheap clothing. Oh, Not okay. very ethical. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't have very cheap clothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, sponsored by Converse All-Star, Chuck Taylor. That's right. Anyone who is a fan of Converse clothing, there's an outlet on Smith Street, Collingwood. I think you should all check it out. (laughs) You never know who you'll run into. You never know who you might run into. Maybe a star of the podcast, who knows. Um, Here's the thing about this whole designing thing, because I I mentioned this to you when we were watching it. Um, They they literally just sketched a thing, rocked up the next day. Oh, my God, it's here. You mean to tell me they designed those looks? You mean to tell me the queens were like, I want my look to look like this and less than 24 hours later, boom, there it is. Probably magic. Oh, I forgot about magic. Yeah, magic exists. Oh God, I'm so stupid. Thank you. This is why you're here. Or they did it earlier. Like they all schedule it and there's a costume for And they had to act like, what are you looking like? Yeah. They probably all had it done earlier or they they didn't have a a choice in their design. They maybe got given, here's what some outfits we have on stock. What do you think they would do at night? Well, I mean, designing an outfit can sometimes take longer than 24 hours. You've got several nights. Nah, I'm just, I'm just not going to. Go into your room and sketch up something pretty. Again, me and my conspiracy theory brain, now I have more sympathy for conspiracy theorists. (laughs) <laughs> because of this TV show. If you're passionate about something and you have reason to cause uh, doubt in your mind, this this stuff can happen. And RuPaul's Drag Race has cast so much doubt in my mind over the years that I am just... Everything is, is, is staged. Nothing is authentic. How dare you? It's like the hills all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I should feel ashamed for ha- being gaslit... There's, a, there's the word that, that fits this situation that's very popular with the kids these days. Mm. Gaslit into thinking that this show is uh, faking it a lot of the time. Yeah. It's inauthentic. Gold bar. Design your outfit. Boof, there it is. You know what I mean? Magic. 
Mm. Have you not seen bumper stickers before? Magic happens. That's a bumper sticker? Yeah. Uh, the ones I keep seeing are don't read the Herald Sun, <laughs> yeah. which I love and I cannot support more. If I, if I could put a bumper sticker on this podcast, that's what I would say, especially going into an election time. True. Boom. Do you think on election night, Anthony Albanese, the opposition leader, and Scott Morrison, the prime minister, should do a lip sync? I think the idea of Scott Morrison doing a lip sync makes me want to vomit almost immediately. Anthony, though, I could see it. Yeah. He's a DJ after all. Yeah, DJ, turn it up. We're not, polit- we're not endorsing any candidate, by the way, on the podcast. You, you all need to be aware of who is running for uh, an MP slot in your district and you need to be aware of who you're voting for and decide who you want to put as number one preference based on how you feel about our country and how you want this country run. That is uh, endorsed by Reese Williams from Not Another Drag Race Podcast. Thank you. Whoever the current mob are, they're just doing such a stellar job. It's just like, <laughs> let's keep it going. Status quo. It's like high school musical. Let's stick to the status quo. <laughs> I'm going to pop on a really expensive watch and some jewellery and act like a tradie and tell, say to a camera, I think we should stick with the current mob for a while. Yeah. Remember that? I remember. Yeah. Hi, fake tradie. I know you're listening. Um, I did just say everything I just said, but also, fuck this government. Don't vote for them. Anyway, <laughs> but still vote for whatever you want to do. Catwalk. <laughs> Based on fuck a George politics. Michael clip. Based on, so yeah, this song and this video was inspired by a George Michael moment. Uh, I love that RuPaul is paying homage mm. to a queer icon. Not only did we get to enjoy all of the trimmings that come with a RuPaul uh, music, video, song, lyric challenge. Who loves a Tic Tac lunch? I do. I. Do you think they were the same Tic Tacs from the first episode? <laughs> or the second episode? I, you know what? They probably are because I don't even think those were real. To be honest Props. with you, it would have been so much easier to just get fake ones made. And are they filled right to the bottom? I'm not, oh yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Again, conspiracy theories. This show. We will, we will. We have a license to be, co- oh, what's the word? To be conspired? No, to conspire. Yeah. That's yes. Come on, in English. Now these Tic Tac lunches go through everyone a little bit. Bosco got shaded for wearing a lot of bras and panties by Michelle, and I lived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RuPaul said. It's a secret of life that once you die as your old self, you can be born again to find your true self. Mm-hmm. And Bosco thinks that's what ha- what happened to her in the competition. Do you agree? Because she came in, she was doing very well, even yeah. won a challenge until she had her falter, which was the Lala Perusa. Oh, Snatch Game, obviously. But do you think she was gone down, born again? I like, think the like roast, that Jesus guy. The roast saved saved her. Um, mm. I was thinking that was very much a downward trajectory. Trajectory. Um, yeah, it's not just me today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, she kind of, I don't think, she could have won. She did win. She could have not won. No, she could have not won. <laughs> um, but she did well enough to, yeah. To she really did. She earned that win in the roast. She really yeah. did. Yeah. I do, no, I do think that's the case. I That's what kind of bugged me when she was having her downward moment. Mm. And I saw a lot of commentary online of like, oh, she's not making the finale. She should go home. I'm like, why? Because she had a low moment, mm. like everyone does. Yeah. And she's only there. I get it. She's only there because of the, of, uh, the drag gods. Yeah, but I think when I was watching that lip sync, I think she won. She did. And then George's well, was saved because they knew that, Bosco had a... You think? I think. (gasps) Oh, my stars. Yes, let the grief continue. Oh, speaking of grief, we had uh, more to learn about Lady Camden and the fact that a lot of her her past uh, that's influenced who she is came from some pretty bad trauma in that her uh, younger brother committed suicide when she was uh, a lot younger and it made her kind of want to run away from the UK and start Mm. a new life and... I mean, the fact that she was brave enough to talk about that, I commend. Willow also talked about her, of course, which come up quite a lot this season, her conditions, uh, cystinosis. Obviously, she's mentioned it as well. We saw it in that challenge. Remember that challenge where she couldn't even open her box? Yeah, and it was when Cornbread had gone home. Yeah. 
It was such a, yeah, it was such like a moment where you're like, can someone help her? She needs help. Someone help below. But at the same time, I was also, again, conspiracy. Mm, maybe the show was like, here's an opportunity to get the cameras on Willow and make a storyline out of trauma. That's their job. So no one help her. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm just being an asshole and expecting the worst in people. But uh, I really love that uh, Willow said that her like drag persona comes from just an abundance of queerness and conquering death. Mm. I think that suits her very well. Like knowing her from this competition, that is an apt description. Yeah. And you're a fan of Willow. I am a fan. How, what, what has been your favorite, can you remember a favorite Willow moment or look from the runway? Cause she had, she turned it on the runway just quite a few times. I think all of it just being different, the house on her head. Oh, wasn't that great? Um, just, uh, just Willow, just see someone who could wear a paper bag and just would sell it because it's <laughs> just their Willow. So do you know, out of the current number of episodes, there were seven out of 14 non-eliminations. Oh. Half of the episodes were non-eliminations. My God. I hope Bob the drag queen is okay. <laughs> Bob literally said this week, what if it's a five-person finale? And was literally like, I can't wait to see. I need, oh, maybe Bob's already tweeted. We need to see. Okay, live on the pod. We're going to go see. Checking, if checking Bob, Twitter. If Bob has reacted to this episode, because you guys know what happened at the end of this. Uh, <laughs> you guys, Bob. <laughs> so Bob said on Purse First Impressions this week that if it is a five-person finale and no one goes home, they were going to go to Georges' house <laughs> and ruin RuPaul's life. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob just tweeted, me running to Georges' house, I keep my promises, bitch. <laughs> Is she on the, the, she's not on the season. On no. the winner's season? Yeah. No, I would have loved to see her and Monet compete against each other. But yeah, no, maybe next time with her and Aquaria and maybe Sasha Velour yeah. and maybe some international like- um, Keita Mean. Keita Mean and uh, Crystal Versace. Yeah. <laughs> the face. I wish you guys could have seen Dylan's face as I said that name. Hey, do you want to talk about how um, Angeria has eight drag daughters? Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. I mean, that's a mentor right there. Yep. Good for you, Angie. Oh, little body, as her mum liked to call her. The drag race super fan, Angie's mum. RuPaul said that he thought Diabetti started to really shine through in the Daytona Wins Challenge, which is when she was in the top four. Before that, she was just giving Eldebarge, <sighs> which could she not remember? Crystal you Beth's know, name? you know, she did not remember Crystal's name. She remembers Eldebarge. That's it. <sighs> Rue, I understand at this point you've got five thousand seasons a year. You got to remember all these queens' fucking names, but we can do it. You can too. Yeah, at least remember the queens from the non-ratchet seasons. <laughs> God, can you? I would kill. I would spend good money, and I am. Uh, but to see RuPaul try and name any of the queens from Down Under Season 1, go, bitch. Fucking go. Unless one of them is getting, being considered for All-Stars versus the world, whatever the fuck it's called. He ain't going to remember shit. Here's the thing, everyone. Here is the thing. Speaking of conspiracy theories, this is a very conspiracy riddle yeah. episode. Get your tinfoil hats, everyone. Oh, but make it fashion. Yeah. We always talk about how when they record songs for challenges, they do it on the runway for some reason. And there doesn't seem to be any cables coming out of the computer no, or the soundboard. It's all what, Bluetooth. Oh, of course, of course. But we didn't see any recording. Did we need to? I just think it's interesting how they go straight into... Of it, they're saving all of the content for the actual final r result. I understand that. But at the same time, when there's so much involved in this challenge, it, it really does make it seem like they're only showing the moments that... They did well. They did well. To justify them all staying. Yeah. And the choreography, let's just get into that. They all get in their outfits. They learn choreography from that beautiful man whose name I've forgotten uh, and Michelle Visage. Why did they need to call out Angeria having a bad time or not having as great a time with the choreography as everyone else? In case they wanted to send someone home. <laughs> Which they clearly don't want to do. <laughs> clearly don't maybe, want to do. <laughs> maybe the car at the end of Untucked where it, where they go in the, the van that was just like, oh, we don't have it much this season. We can't send anyone home. 
the driver was sick. <laughs> uh, Petrol expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not in the we budget. We can't afford to drive the World of Wonders budget here. got exploded with the gas from getting the queens to and from set. Plenty for RuPaul's gowns. Not enough for the yeah. bus. My problem with Angie having that, like, moment, they always do talk. It's not like it specifically happened to Angie. It's just that when you are learning choreography right then and there, sure, they might have given them, like, an hour or two. Mm. We only saw a little bit of it. But then they went com- and went straight into the challenge and were like, okay, go. Even in the real world, that's not how music videos are filmed. No. Choreographers are there every minute of production. Not just sitting down. Not just sitting down in a director's chair being like, go, bitch. They're there to assist you. If you fuck up, you fix on it during a break. And then you start filming. And if you can work on it a little more, you go and do it. They're there to help you throughout the shoot. And they didn't. Don't just throw up suggestions and be like, maybe crawl. Maybe crawl. They would tell you, get on your freaking knees and crawl. Hands and knees now. Ugh. It's just, I, I really think they're asking so much of them. It's almost like, I mean, pff, maybe they have a license to if they're not making any fucking outfits. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I thought it was a bit inappropriate for them to be like, Angie, get out of your head. You're clearly not doing well with this choreography. Oh, but by the way, go and do it now. Yeah. All of it. I would be in Angie's position Just too. Just get it over and done with. I'd be feeling exactly like Angie. I'd be like, what do I do? It's <laughs> too much. Like, hey, I'm sorry I'm not fucking Dola Peep. No. God. God. Do you know her? Do you know that choreography says that she's made iconic? That like. Where she just moves around. Yeah, she just moves her hips. <laughs> I live. Good for her. <laughs> I need to ask you, Dylan, of these looks, they were on the runway, they were working it, uh, they had to be embody a supermodel for the music yeah. video, they had to be supermodel of the world, own that catwalk. Which queen did that, in your opinion? And what was your favourite outfit? I reckon Willow. It was just smart branding. Oh, it was, it was a, a silhouette. Thing, yeah. I was brilliant Why would you not do that? And how is she not coming out with merch that has her face on it? That's oh, so she will. She better. Like, it's merch that I would wear that someone would be like, oh, my God, do you like Willow? And if they don't know what it is, it's, you're not walking around with, like, something that says Willow Pill. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's the profile, yeah, that cool yeah. profile. I really, yeah, great job, Willow. Bet, smart. Very smart. She's a very smart lady. Very, very much so. And I got to say, Dylan didn't agree with me. You, maybe, you, maybe you've changed your mind. I don't know. You can tell me. I thought Lady Camden looked the best. You do agree? No. Uh, how her hair looked so good. Those fucking huge pigtail shit. I love that shit. Face was beat so well. She dresses like she's 15 and she's not 15. You think 15 year olds dress like that? Just the pigtails and oh, I didn't love it. But, but I thought the look was very like neon, um, like neon goth kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it was like, a very supermodel though. Uh, she made it work. God, sure. when she was filming the music video, well, like when she was laying down on the catwalk and doing the Vogue, like just, oh, she really sold it for me. Like this whole episode, and we'll get to the runways in a sec, guys. Um, I just think she did the best. Lyrics, though. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> I think I liked Angie's rap probably the best and more than Lady Lady Camden's uh, lyrics were really just her just saying words. <laughs> they really were just yeah. like fierce, Vogue, uh, levitate. I probably Proclamate. won't re-watch the video or listen to it again. On you don't think you'll listen to the song? Yeah. You listen. I've been in the car with you a few times and you love listening to some some remixes. I don't mind the Blue Hydrangea, Blue Times Rue one. Oh, the champion. It's so bad that it's good. Uh, the winning song, everyone. UK versus the world. Um, this one, no. Really? No. I'll happily listen to it again. I think that everyone did a good job. Do you think, well, you love Willow. How do you think Willow actually did with her lyrics? I can't remember any of them. <laughs> they were very like in one ear, out the other. It was very like, I think this is the one that I want to see go. Really? Out of all the challenges. Really? Yeah. What do you think the final challenge should be? Like a ball, like it used to be? Uh, yeah, something yeah. interesting. That's just not. Just something interesting, period, yeah. everyone. <laughs> uh, just something that's not this. Oh, it's time, everyone. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for a, f- well, not a finale edition, but a final challenge edition. Of the runway and the category aptly was, you're a winner, baby. Do you know that's a RuPaul song? Yep. 
I think every phrase ever mentioned on the show is going to be a RuPaul song. I can't wait for um, you ain't got to reinvent the wheel. Guys, the runway is here. And first up on the runway in her You're a Winner Baby look is Bosco. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. The eyebrows are back. and The eyebrows are always back. It's the signature Bosco eyebrows. I don't like the beige look. Well, yeah, so her, her body, so it looks like a corset dress situation, but she has very, like, powder blue, uh, tr- a train kind of wrapped around her. Like, you know, when you wrap your, your hoodie around your waist when you want to take it off and you're on a hike or something? It's kind of like that. And uh, the powder blue gloves as well. I like the long gloves, very elegant. But altogether, I just, I think it is the body part of the dress that's pissing me off because it really is, is the, it supposed to be? The top looks saggy. It does look saggy. The bottom part of the dress looks fine, but at the same time, is it supposed to be? This is the oh my god, sorry everyone. Is it supposed to be a nude? Is it supposed to be skin? I don't skin think it's tone? nude, but all the silver stuff just reminds me of snail and the like swirls. So, <laughs> like someone, like, a, like snail. a snail ran over her. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, we'll get to her in a sec, but it's almost like the wish version of Lady Camden's runway. Yeah. Sorry, Bosco. It's no, a pass. It's a, yeah. it's a pass. It's a pass. I'm sorry. Which sucks because it's, you know, it's it's the it's the last runway. So I want them all to do well, but they'll be wearing clothes in the next two episodes. So. They will be wearing clothes. Yeah, the, what if the reunion look is better than their <laughs> runway? Because <laughs> they had more time. Hard they had more time to work on that one. <laughs> uh Angeria, Paris, Van Michaels is next down the runway in uh just I mean, wow. Talk about black tie. Yeah, um, it makes her look about five sizes bigger than she is. Yeah, the ruffles are huge, huge, exaggerated, very exaggerated. My first reaction was Angeria Paris Ganache. (laughs) (laughs) But she's got, you can see her silhouette uh, in between the two very, very huge poofs. (laughs) Yeah, I know, it is odd. It's odd how they're placed. It is odd how they're placed. It's kind of like... You remember Crystal Versace's finale mm. uh, dress, how it was black and the very bottom was mermaid tail mm. out the fucking gate, like just full. It's kind of like that except up the in the middle as well yeah. on the chest. <laughs> and again, gloves. A lot of them had gloves. Um, I did like a headpiece though, her little headpiece with a feather. That was, added more volume. It was just, yeah. It's just, And she looks good blonde. Uh, to quote Hairspray, big, blonde, and beautiful. But, yeah, just not, not flattering. She's not big, though. <laughs> but she look, it makes her look big. I, what, do you know what? going to be in, like, the Rasputia in the remake of Norbit. Oh, wow, that is a deep reference. <laughs> Holy shit. For all you Norbit fans out there, I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> um, Dylan, is it a yes or a pass? It's a pass. I'm still going to give it a yes. I know, I know, I know. It's not my favourite that she's done, but I still think she didn't, like, fuck up enough for it to be a pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have your opinion. Thank you. Um, hey, Diabetti was next on the runway. Pass. <laughs> God, this is a very easy one for you, isn't it? I... Okay. I understand she wanted to do... She even said herself, I'm not doing a gown. That's not me. That's not diabetti. Well, you can still make it good. Making it diabetti doesn't automatically mean, or maybe it does, that it has to look shits. You all saw it. It was a very interesting white, yellow garment with a huge, what is essentially like a huge train Mm. or back of a dress on the front, burnt to a crisp. Many burnt patches. She's she's burnt. What was her thing again? She was burnt because when when you get burnt, you just keep on going and act, mm. and you're you're a fierce diva. How you can have made the rest of the dress look good is burning it all completely, mm-hmm. and then wearing something else. Dylan just says something very smart, everyone, and that I agree with. And y'all can say it's just because I hate diabetes. I don't hate diabetes. She's been very interesting. <sighs> she's added a lot of flavor. She she's been an entertaining person of the season. Should she be in the finale? No. I just, and if I saw her live at her own show, I'd probably live. 
watching her on RuPaul's Drag Race season 14. No, I'm not living. And I'm not living for this. It's an absolute pass. Sorry, period. It's just, I, I don't, good for you for being like, I'm going to do, you're a winner, baby, Eleganza, but make it diabetic. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. Because I don't vibe. <laughs> it's just, it just wasn't good. Lady Camden, what's next? Yes. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> I got so excited, I dropped my fucking phone. We end <laughs> We end the pass portion of the evening. And we sure the do. Portion. We're finally hitting a yas, everyone. And it's one of my biggest yasas for Lady Camden of the season. It is so perfect. This is Oscar's red carpet. This would be best dressed mm-hmm. on an Oscar's red carpet. This, I, I, it's, it's like full princess. It's just the, the flattering, the, the absolute beautiful pattern on this beautiful color. It's like, it's not even like a powder. It's like deeper than a powder blue. It's like more on the gray. Mm. I don't know what color that is. I don't, I'm not a color expert. Does someone work for uh, the paint section of Bunnings? Who could help me out here? DMs are open, but it is it is such like it is like Princess What's Her Fuck from Frozen. It is Elsa. That's the one. The wig, perfect. The way it's tied back. That's not yeah. This is my hair. I don't wear wigs. She had the fucking elegans of that little head jewelry. The earrings complement the the beautiful beaded dress so much. I just it's so. Gorgeous. Stunning. Oh, if I, if I saw this in person, I would just stop and be like, that's a beautiful woman. That is a beautiful woman. I can't. She's done so many great runways this season. Obviously some misses, but, (laughs) oh, it's the biggest yas. I'll let you have a moment. Thank you. While Reese has a cigarette, we'll move on to our (laughs) final our final bitch down the runway. Our Guess final who's rat in the house. Heels uh, ratting about. <laughs> I don't know. It's Willow Pill. This is a yas. It's classic Willow. It's absurd, but it's also fashion. And it's just like a character, like you are getting a look and it's kind of making what would be something that people don't like in the form mm. of rats or m- mouse, yes. mice, uh, as people have been. She said it was out. a rat, but the judges were like, we need to do a pun about mice. So we're um, mouse. I love it. I love it. I love it too. She, she Flattering. Very flattering. I love that um, she, Interesting. she went the route of having uh, like the dress separate, like having uh, a chest and the actual dress itself, mm. uh, unconnected, uh, disconnected. Uh, English. I Yeah, it's so uniquely Willow. It's exactly what we want to see from her. Because honestly, if she did come out with that 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 beat that she usually has mm. in a gown, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but it's what are you serving that's different? Yes, which is good. And that's what yeah she's she's serving who she is as a drag artist so much more than everyone else on that runway. Even Lady Camden, Lady Camden looked incredible, but this is this is the Willow Pill that we want. And I love it so much. And it's an absolute nyas. I agree. Which is, so you only gave two nyases. Three passes. Ugh. That's why I have to ask. Was, yeah, what was your favorite look of the season? But you were giving me uh, just Willow examples. <laughs> yeah. Willow's great. She is great. She's going to make a great winner. Oh, never know. I, I think she's going to win. Who are the top honest. four going to be? <laughs> Oh, uh, we know. We know. I, I, you know, I actually really loved that they critiqued them. Mm, and it wasn't just too glowing sunshine praise. rainbows. Yeah. That's what they usually do with a finale. It's like, you should be so proud of yourself. The way you've come through this competition, you look amazing. And I think you, you, you should, you're a superstar. Whatever. No, if they didn't do well, they didn't do well. Say it. And I love how they called it out. Bos- Ross actually called out how Bosco's dress just wasn't mm. serving. Uh, Angie wasn't really all there in the performance no. and was a bit in her head. Willow, as well, wasn't selling it with her face. She was no. a bit uh, delayed. And it's that same kind of thing that happens in in, um, in the Rusical, uh, I notice. Willow, especially in the beginning of her Green Fairy situation, I think she was too like, what are the moves? Yeah. Rather than... 
selling everything. And it's hard. You need to do all that stuff and you only just learnt it. Yeah. Which is why music videos usually have choreographers on set. Be like, oh, that was good. Can we get another take? Exactly. God, they really do like put them on such a pedestal. That's why if they win, they deserve it. Period. Point blank period. True. Period. So I was really happy that they actually got critiqued. Here's my one thing. Just to give you guys what you, <laughs> you expect of me at this point. Dire fucking Betty. Walking down the runway in that catwalk music video, I liked her look that she, air quote, designed. Mm. Very Betty Page, as the judges kept saying. Yeah. Very Betty Page. The black wig fringe and just the the up, the, the, the do, the back do. Why is she getting praise for this when it's not even her wig? Mm. She's wearing it. Like, and yeah, she's not doing much, but I understand this she borrowed it. At this has or. happened before. Remember the famous one, the Vixen doing best drag and she wore a red wig that belonged to someone else. Was it Monique's wig? I can't remember. Well, Laska's T-shirt that she borrowed from Roxy. Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. If you borrow a T-shirt from a queen. Where can you else can you find a white T-shirt around the place? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I understand everyone hates that saving Roxy thing from All Stars 2, but then we wouldn't have gotten her verse in Red Yuri. <laughs> and I think I would rather have that more than anything. A gift we can have forever. It's chocolate. Yeah. That's what are you going to say around Easter time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Next week will be a very special Easter edition of the podcast where we'll just call it It's Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when Tequila tried to <laughs> hit, hit the applause and she got that when she was congratulating Blue for winning. <laughs> so apt. Um, no, but look, guys, I'm just annoyed the judges on like three separate occasions were like, very Betty Page when it wasn't even her wig. So like, yeah. so well done for serving something that wasn't even your look to begin with. Like, I have to say something nice about her. What? Go. No, they had they, oh, you they had to. to oh, like, God, sorry. Gonna, I thought you were like, oh. If they were going to come up with something, I don't know. I it's thought you were like. To say. I thought you were like. Oh shit! I have to say something nice, but Reese isn't going to like it because he hates her. Damn it! <laughs> no, yeah, I totally, Maybe I totally it's agree. Like when you're clutching at straws, it's like very bitty page. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bosco, great wig, <laughs> great Betty Page wig. Maybe they went back and made, they maybe said that about Bosco at one point and had to edit it out <laughs> before they could air the season, just so they could have that moment. Or she was doing something else that was better. <laughs> well, they could, that they could praise her on. Who was better than Dyer? Most. Okay. That was my big critique that I was like, nah, about. And, you know, y'all can fucking hate me all you want. I don't give a shit. Baby photos. Cute. Cute. Willows was very emotional. Yeah, they kept and a lot of close ups of everyone, yeah. including Willow as a baby. I wasn't really noticing. Did they do that way more on Willow than anyone yeah. else? Why were they cutting back to Willow's photo? I think just because it was such a nice story. Like sure. everyone goes through stuff as as queer people, but her. But they usually cut to Rue holding the photo, but then they just, they went yeah, straight through maybe, the photo. Maybe Rue was having a bit of an ugly cry. <laughs> you don't think they would use that and be like Emmy, bitch, Emmy? I'll have another Emmy. <laughs> yes, another Emmy. Thank you. What Thank if you. she gets the Emmy and then she starts to open it, and it's mm. not an Emmy? It's chocolate. <laughs> Somebody make an Emmy out of chocolate and give it to RuPaul at DragCon. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. Either that or a Ru Peter badge and I'll give it to Cheryl Hall. <laughs> Enjoy. I'll walk up first day and be like, I don't know if anyone's gotten you one yet, but I bought you a Ru Peter badge. It's chocolate. <laughs> I'm never going to get over that. I think everyone else is. Hey, baby photos. Yeah, emotional. Wow. Hey, Lady Camden was the winner of this challenge and I said absolutely, bitch, yes. Yes. You agree? Mm. Says the person who can't remember her lyrics. <laughs> I can't remember anyone's lyrics. I I didn't love hers the most. I did love Angie's the most, I think, but cause, just because Camden's was very much, again, she was just saying words. She yeah. was really just saying words that some of, and some of them rhymed. They were all saying words. But she looked incredible. She absolutely served when she was doing the the part of the song, the chorus, where they're all on the main stage. She was the one, she was the focal point doing so well. And her runway was by far the best. Maybe they need to enunciate to use some advice from season six. 
put a cork in it. Yeah, because it was hard to understand. <laughs> a lot of them, like a lot of them, go very fast. Like, da, 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 da. is that? Do we need subtitles? Here's the question, though. Here's the question, because this isn't the first time this has happened, especially last year on All Star Six when I couldn't understand at least three of them. Is that a production issue? Potentially, yeah. They're like, we need a Rue song that comes first. The bitches come later. And they're like, well, as long as we have it, we have it's it. It's too loud. Um, maybe they have subtitles. <laughs> Over the song, like a karaoke version. They should. They should. Or well, we could Google, Google the lyrics. I'm all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't surprised because they really did enjoy her performance. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the bottom two was Angie and Willow. The friends. And just earlier this episode, they... they had to make sure they mentioned that they were good friends. That's why you don't have friends on Drag Race. You'll be lip syncing against them. How many times has this happened? Tropes. To be fair, they both deserve being the bottom, I think. Yeah. Like, come on. Willow, she, she didn't serve the best in the challenge and neither did Angie. So yeah. I totally understand why they're the bottom two. But here we are lip syncing to a Lady Gaga track. Now that this is... As a queer person, a gay person, I don't particularly like this song. Like where Bosco either. was being like, oh my God, this is like gay folklore. It's incredible. Mm. It's this. I'm like... One of the it? biggest anthems in like gay club. No, it isn't. Sorry, I'm just going to be on Mardi Gras or Pride March <laughs> listening to Telephone. Absolutely not. And you were saying that Lady Gaga doesn't even like it. No, Gaga doesn't even like this song, guys. She said in an interview, like, of all her hits, like, that's the one she just hates performing the most. And then she went and did it at the Super Bowl. (laughs) Money, honey. Exactly. She has to do the hits. Even if you don't like it, you have to do the hits. Um, I brought this up. It was, uh, you know, rumoured that this was going to be on the season, so I forgot all about it until it started airing. And I was like, ah, there we go. Uh, I mentioned this on an episode with Tequila that this was coming, and Tequila brought up a good point. Duets in a lip sync, mm. a little annoying because you're portraying one artist and another. Mm-hmm. I do agree with her there. So it is weird how they're doing Gaga and then immediately switched into Beyonce. Yeah. With them telephone. Angie's Messy. Angie's telephone really did not. It was uh, a big telephone. It was a big telephone. She's got with a big hands. <laughs> I was like, are her fingers cramping up? That is a long time to be holding your fingers out like a, like a little telephone. Um, I love also how the kids wouldn't know what that is. They wouldn't know what this looks like. Touch to me sitting here with the hand gesture of a phone. Like people can see this on an audio podcast. Yeah. Kids don't know this is how telephones look like. Yeah. It's almost like they'd have a flat hand. Yeah. (laughs) Flat. That's the symbol for telephone now. Just a fucking flat hand. We'll get a brick. Uh, Yeah. I got to say in the lip sync, I, I don't know. Do you think, do you think, there was a particular winner, a yes. standout, and? Well, I, if you've been listening, <laughs> try and guess who I think the standout was. I know was. you love Willow, but you can, you can also admit she might I, not. I think she was the best. You she think she was the best? She had the, the most airtime, yeah. Uh, yeah, she did have the most airtime. Angie she did should. a bit of a park and bark too, which is what mm. she's apparently known for. Yeah. <laughs> well, she couldn't move much in that dress. Neither could Willow. Well, she, hey, she picked it up. She was yeah. picking it up and running with it. Yeah, looking like she was trying to avoid puddles. <laughs> um, yeah, they weren't wearing the best dress for it. I thought it was going to be a ballad, ballad, given what they were Yeah, wearing. it would have been good um, to do a ballad. I like ballads on Drag Race. But they need to have some queer anthems and telephone. Hey, we had my head in my heart. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a queer anthem. We had good for you. That's not a queer anthem. Telephone what else is. did we have this this season? I'm struggling here. It's been a while. Oh, they had a JLo one. Oh, that wasn't really an. Oh, oh no, I do like play, but I would have loved something like, uh, like fucking. Oh, we had love don't cost a thing. Duh, duh. We had a Lala Perusa, everyone. Remember that? Yeah. It was only a few weeks ago. <laughs> Fuck. Seems like a lifetime ago. <sighs> Radio was good too. Beyonce. Oh my god, Dylan, what was your reaction when RuPaul said Angeria? Shante, you stay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that's a decision. You were like, I think I know what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all Because if they don't do that, duh, 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 like they're going away music, yep. usually that's a sign of they're both going. Well. Oh, they're both staying, sorry. Thankfully, thankfully, it wasn't just Angeria staying, everyone. Did you say it? Willow it's Pill. Everyone. Is staying put.
We have a top five. We have a top five. Is it necessary? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as we don't have five winners. I feel like this is just the summary of season 14. Um, meh. Just let only one person win. We've done the double win. We've done the, that. We Not have done the double win. Not everyone can go home a winner. Um, just crown Willow and then I'll be happy. <laughs> We're cutting to the chase at this point, guys. It was the final challenge of the season. Here we are. Just crown fucking Willow at this point. We get it. I mean, I love Angeria. And I love Lady Camden. She's done such a great job this season. But just crown Willow already. Yeah. That'd be, uh, yeah. But RuPaul asked us. Yeah. The viewers. Don't pay attention to social media except when it comes to winning the competition. <laughs> Hey, you got to get engagement up somehow, don't you? Um, yeah. Speaking as a social media manager, bread and butter. Do you judge people on who they choose? If no. someone was like, Team Dyer. Um, I know plenty of people at Team Dyer because all week I kept seeing the same fucking takes of people being like, if you hate diabetes, you're just, a, you're just, you're just shit. You're just like, because you're just like what falling What does it feel for, like to be shit? <laughs> her fans, are. their only excuse is... Um, like she's so fierce and people can't stand it. Mm. That's the only, that's the only excuse they have. Guys, I, I'll say it for the final time because I'm definitely not going to go on about it. Actually, no, next week we probably will get the reunion. But because I'll do a clips of everything she said will. about everyone. They will. They will remind us all why she got the villain edit this season, and that's because she gave it to herself. Point blank. Period. Simmer down and keep that in mind when we go over all the juicy drama next week at the reunion. Woo! Do I, can I ask you what your favorite re- reunion's been? Even the ones when they did it at like live, live in the the theater. I liked All Stars too. Mm. That was interesting. That was interesting. Where Alaska threw <laughs> a fake leg. A fake leg. <laughs> um, yeah. I really loved um, the season four one when Fifi had to really like defend herself mm. with her villain edit, which again she gave to herself. Do you prefer the reunion or the clip show? Uh, the reunion, hundred percent, always reunion because I want to. I want to have the queen's perspective on what they lived through versus what we saw. Because the live finale was really the reunion. It was, the yeah. They even titled it like reunion uh, for the last episodes, and someone ended up just winning at the end of it. <laughs> but uh, no, I love that they've, they're doing separate reunions now. Do I think the Real Housewives kind of started that trend? Yes. yes. I think RuPaul was like, oh, let's do this. But I really do appreciate it. Season nine's was great. Like most things with Drag Race, the first version of things are always the best. <laughs> do you think it should be after the finale though? Does it make more sense? Um, Not really, because I think when, it, when the finale comes, it really is just like, let's just crown someone. Nothing else happens. So let's just, just let's do it. I suppose it'd be harder to have context. Right. You would <laughs> yeah. just have to definitely know the winner. Well, I am really looking forward to next week's. I really do hope they go ham. I want to hear Alyssa Hunter admit that she doesn't think she should have gone home because she didn't lose that lip sync. I want to hear June try and be like, um, I didn't mean to like intimidate Orion uh, in the workroom. Oh, that God, episode. Orion. Yeah, remember that? I want Orion to... Honestly, I don't want Ari Ryan to come to the reunion in drag. She's a very attractive boy. <laughs> yeah. um, I like them hipsters sometimes. What can I say? Yeah. And I want to see Jasmine stand the fuck up and be dire. What the fuck was your problem with me? Yeah. Why were you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Mariah Carey. And the only place you're going to hear a bunch of Aussie queer people bitch and moan about said reunion is right here on Not Another Drag Race podcast. Woo, woo, woo. There is a reason we are Australia's number one drag race podcast. Because no one else is doing it. That, well, not right now, no. <laughs> not currently. I need to say a big thank you to my good Judy Dillon for being oh, here today. Uh, what are you up to? Should anyone follow you to get some Dylan goodness and follow you on your journey? I don't really post much. So okay, there you go. No, follow someone <laughs> more interesting. Follow your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Follow at No Another Drag Race Pod, endorsed by Dylan himself. Um, like I love that Connor puts so much attention. What's his job to, on social media? Yeah. And um, I'm just like, I'll post a picture of my cat every now and then. 
<laughs> well, if you love cats, that's where you go. Yeah. That is where you go. And your cat has an Instagram, I believe. Yeah, at Seamus Joel Fox. There we go. He's in my bio, so you can just go from there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where can they follow you at Reesey Boy? Oh, you can follow me at Reesey Boy. I don't particularly care if you do or not. Um, I mostly want you to follow at another, Not Another Drag Race Pod, if I can say it right. At Not Another Drag Race Pod. Boom, there it is. Because we are posting uh, all Drag Race updates, memes are plenty, updates from the pod, clips from the pod. We have a good time. Tell us your opinions and let's just have a good time saying goodbye to season 14. Bye. Bye.